Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello and welcome back to episode 117. Now, if you listened to last week's episode, you would have heard me say at the end of that episode that today I was going to talk about the next day after the wedding and different options of how you can celebrate your wedding day the day after and who you invite and all those little details. Because I mentioned on the episode yes, uh, last week, my apologies, not yesterday, that you don't always get time to talk to every single wedding guest on the day. And the ones you don't get to talk to, they usually are the ones that understand and have kind of stepped away because they can see how busy you are. So don't feel so bad and just don't feel so stressed about it. Now, before I go into more details about this topic of what you can do the day after the wedding, I want you to make sure you have entered the competition to win one of the four bridal wedding packs that I am giving away. They are, you know, a hairpiece of your choice. They are stunning hairpieces too. Some um, bridal party sashes and a garter as well. So, you know, these are valued about $200, $250 each. All you need to do is leave us a review on either the podcast, the Manage My Wedding app, or Google Business. And if you want more entries, leave a review on all of them and you will get more entries. But it only runs for two weeks. This is the last week. So make sure you get in, get a review in so you can win one of those packs. It's simple, very, very simple. And I'll leave the links in the show notes so that you can leave that review. Now back to the topic. So listen, the next day after the wedding, I want to firstly say, if you don't want to do anything, you don't have to. Some people are like, you know, I'm a, a complete introvert. The thought of being with all those people for a whole day and the stress and the nerves and the adrenaline is enough for me. I just want to be with my new husband and wife. And that is totally okay. So you can make that call and, you know, just do it. <laughs> Some people might be upset with it, but that's okay. They'll get over it. Some of you might feel like you want to see everybody. I had 135 people at my wedding, 100 and pretty much 120 of those actually traveled interstate because we were living in another state from our hometowns. And they all wanted to see us, of course, as much as they could for that week. And you'll find that with destination weddings or for weddings where you need to travel. So we, the next day ended up, well, originally we organized a big picnic down at the park that was on the beach and we were supplying food platters. We just organized all that. I think, I think it was with Subway. I can't quite remember, but it was sandwich platters and snacks and stuff. And we had eskies full of drinks that I'd asked the parents to organize that day. And it ended up being too hot. So all the guests were staying in one hotel. So we just ended up all going back to the hotel with all the food that we had and swimming and being social. And it was easy because it was hot and we could swim and have a couple of drinks at the bar and coming people come and go as they pleased as well. So that worked for us. That doesn't always work for everyone else. Or sometimes you don't want to see everyone. It just depends on your situation. So I know that some people prefer just to see just their immediate family. 
And if you're going to do that, I'd usually suggest that you just ask one of your immediate family members if they would mind holding a casual barbecue for you the next day. And usually you will find people in your immediate family will absolutely jump at that. They'll organize all the food and they'll do everything because it's just your closest. And you might want to add on your bridal party to that as well. That's that's completely up to you. I was a bridesmaid once for, well, I've been at several times, but once for my best bestest friend and they didn't want to organize any food. They just, they didn't want all the hoo-ha the next day and their all their immediate family lived about an hour away from Sydney City where they lived and where they had the wedding. So they just told everyone to go to a certain pub and I can't even remember the time it was, midday or 2 p.m., I can't remember, and just said, if you want to see us the next day and come and have a drink, then we will be at this bar at 2 o'clock. We've reserved an area, but do not feel obliged. Like you have to understand sometimes too and be aware that sometimes people won't want to come. Like sometimes people don't handle late nights. They don't handle alcohol and it's just an exhausting day for them. So sometimes they can't handle the thought of just seeing everyone again. So you have to be okay with that as well and don't always expect that everyone is going to go. So that is another option if you don't want to, you know, do the big thing. Or of course, if you just want to have something at your house and invite your bridal party you know, maybe you could have the bridal party because you know they're big drinkers in the late afternoon and you can have your immediate family during the day. It's absolutely up to you. So I've mentioned you can go to a park, you can, if you're at a, at a hotel, you can all meet at the pool. And of course, there's venues at the hotels you're usually staying at as well. You can go to a pub, a bar, whatever is kind of convenient, mostly for you, to be honest. You have to make it convenient for you because you're exhausted, you're tired. It's been a big lead up. The week is usually quite tiring. And then you know that you're leaving for your honeymoon as as well soon. And you've got all these cards and presents you want to open and you just want to flop on a couch or a bed with your new husband and wife too. So make it work and can be convenient for you. If you have endless budget, which many don't after a wedding, but if you do, you can privately reserve a cafe or a restaurant and provide all the food and drinks for everyone. If I would say though, if you're going to organize a barbecue or a picnic or something the next day and your guests haven't traveled to be with you for your big day, then make it BYO drinks. I honestly, truly think that no one expects you to provide alcohol or even food the next day as well sometimes. I know when we went to the pub the next day for my best friend's birthday, everyone just paid for what they wanted. They didn't pay for anything and no one cared. There was no expectation like weddings are expensive. You have spent enough. So if you don't have the money, don't think you need to. I had a lot of guests travel for my wedding day. So I felt like I needed to leave some budget for the next day. And it didn't actually cost me that much doing platters. Now, sometimes the next day is a good opportunity to also invite the person that you made responsible for taking your gifts and your cards away at the end of the night. So I've got an episode where I talk about delegating tasks. It's, it was one of my episodes way, way, way at the start. I can't remember the exact number uh, of that episode. But I talk about 
delegating someone who doesn't drink, who might drive or who's responsible that can take away all your gifts and all the cards that have got money in them and take them away and they can give them to you the next day. So make sure you invite that person to wherever you're going. Some families, it's tradition that they watch you open all those things. But, you know, some people want to keep that private. I know I kept it private between my husband and I. I think maybe my my in-laws and my parents were at my house. They just happened to be there the next day when we were opening them. But that was that was about all. So yeah, remember you do need to get those back the next day as well. Now, if you love the idea of just making it something pretty casual and you pick a picnic area or an outdoor area, make sure you have a backup weather plan. So make sure that there is someone's house you can go to if the weather is going to turn bad or make sure that someone can tidy your house up if it's a mess the morning of so that everyone can go back to your house and just order pizzas. It can honestly be that basic. It doesn't have to be full on, like I said. So talk to your partner, sit down with them, ask them what do they want, what do they feel they would like to do the next day and talk through it together. Make sure that you're both happy with it. If one of you is an extreme extrovert and one of you is an introvert, you're really going to have to meet in the middle. And if that's the case, I would normally say a chilled out picnic with just your bridal party and your immediate family would be enough. And as I said, again, don't do anything if you don't want to. It is totally a personal choice, but don't make it too much of a big shebang if you have to do it yourself because you feel like you have to because you'll just be so tired the next day and you usually usually want something that's pretty simple, laid back. You also don't want to have to dress up quite often the next day and put heels on because your feet are so sore the next day and I cannot stress that enough. Like you'd just be surprised how much your feet ache. You are on your feet all day. You literally only sit down to quickly eat or maybe for the speeches. So be mindful of that. As nice as it sounds to get really dressed up, Put some flats on if that's the case. I know my feet were throbbing and I because I danced the night away and I, I had a lot of fun. But yeah, my feet, my feet were pretty sore. So they're my tips for the next day. As you probably guessed, it's all about you. Do what you and your partner want and, and make it like an extension of the wedding. Like the wedding day is all about what you want and what makes you happy. So the same goes the next day. And if you're like, I've got in-laws that or parents though that really want to make it a big deal, then say to them, and if you're okay with that happening, say to them, okay, I hand it over to you, do what you want, tell me where to where to go and I'll be there from whatever time suits you. Just give yourself a sleep in, even though you're pretty excited and you don't usually sleep in. So I hope that helps those of you who weren't sure what to do the next day. If there are any podcast episodes or topics you would like me to talk about that I haven't, please DM me on Instagram at Manage My Wedding. Quite often I may have already done that episode and I can let you know, give you the link to that. Or if not, I can definitely talk through it with you on Instagram and then create a podcast episode for it. But I hope that helps and don't forget to enter the competition. And until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying stress-free and organized while planning the wedding of your dreams. 